Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Anything on TV last night? Deadline, not exactly known for its support of conservatives or Trump or MAGA, basically said it was, uh, wasn't produced that well. They brought in an ABC News producer, and we saw nothing new. Where is the evidence that Donald Trump has committed a crime? That's what we were told. We were told that the purpose of the January 6th commission was to prove once and for all that Donald Trump was behind what took place. Now, I think the most embarrassing moment of the night, the most embarrassing moment of the night, is Liz Cheney reading what is supposed to be the smoking gun evidence of Donald Trump's encouragement of the mob, where she leaves out what is on the screen. It's on the screen. She reads aloud a tweet from Donald Trump and leaves out the key part. Play cut one. Mr. Chairman, at 6.01 p.m. on January 6th, after he spent hours watching a violent mob besiege, attack, and invade our Capitol, Donald Trump tweeted, but he did not condemn the attack. Instead, he justified it. These are the things and events that happen, he said, when a sacred landslide election victory is so unceremoniously and viciously stripped away from great patriots who've been badly and unfairly treated for so long. As you will see in the hearings to come, President Trump believed his supporters at the Capitol, and I quote, were doing what they should be doing. This is what he told his staff as they pleaded with him to call off the mob, to instruct his supporters to leave. She literally leaves out in her reciting. The tweet finishes with go home with love and peace. Remember this day forever. He literally told these people to go home. But she doesn't read that. Benny Thompson, in his opening remarks, he told us, he told us that there was going to be proof that Donald Trump was at the epicenter of this Airfingers quote coup. At no point did the Democrats or Liz Cheney present any evidence that Donald Trump is guilty of a crime. Not a single shred of evidence. But Andrew, he tried to stop the lawful transfer of power. No more than Jamie Raskin did in 2016. It is not illegal to look for legal avenues to stop the count of an election in states where the election was conducted unconstitutionally. What you're being told now is because Mark Elias and lawyers from Perkins Coy went judge shopping in states like Georgia and Pennsylvania and other states where their elections were conducted illegally 
that somehow it is illegal to question the illegality of how they conducted their elections. Well, Andrew, certainly you have evidence of the illegality of these elections. I do. There is no provision in the United States Constitution that allows for a judge, a judge or a lieutenant governor or a governor or a secretary of state to change election law without input from the legislative body. That power does not reside. There are avenues to create election law, and the only place those are found are in the legislative bodies. As a matter of fact, the Constitution makes that explicit. It makes it explicit in Article 2, Section 1. Each state shall appoint in a manner as the legislature thereof may direct a number of electors equal to the whole number of senators and representatives to which the state may be entitled in the Congress. But no senator or representative person holding an office of trust or profit under the United States shall be appointed an elector. The electors shall meet in their respective states and vote by ballot for two persons of whom one at least shall not be an inhabitant of the same state with themselves, and they shall make a list of all persons voted for and the number of votes for each which list they shall sign and certify and transmit sealed to the seat of government of the United States directed to the president of the Senate. The president of the Senate shall, in the presence of the Senate and House of Representatives, open all certificates and the votes shall be then be counted. The person having the greatest of votes shall be the president. There is no avenue for the secretary of state, a governor, a lieutenant governor, or a judge to direct how the state chooses its electors. It is the state legislature and the state legislature only. When judges, when judges rule in cases that allow for ballots to be counted without signatures, without security envelopes, to extend deadlines, to allow for third party organizations to operate drop boxes, for ballot harvesting, for any change to the law, then the election in that state was conducted unconstitutionally. It is not illegal for the President of the United States to question the illegality of state election outcomes when they were conducted under rules not made by the legislative body. The assertion that a crime was committed because Trump discussed a strategy to deal with the outcome in states where laws had been changed during the election is not against the law. Again, looking for a legal remedy to an illegal action is not illegal itself. Now, because the Supreme Court 
or because Mike Pence or because the media felt maybe we shouldn't put the country through this, even though the Democrats had put us through an impeachment with no impeachable offenses. The fact that they chose not to fight does not make Trump's suggestions a crime. Weinzick 695 Patriot 9572874. Jamie Raskin has risen to object the electoral count more than once, I believe, but most specifically in 2016. He tried to interrupt the peaceful transfer of power. Now, what he did was entirely legal. Members of Congress are allowed to question an electoral count, which is exactly what he did. Now, he did not have a member of the Senate to concur, and he was gaveled down by, yes, Joe Biden. But is Jamie Raskin a criminal, a criminal for daring to rise to question the outcome of the election, the count in Florida? The answer is no. Is he a slime turd? Yes. Is he a criminal for that? No. But last night, they tried to convince you. They tried to convince you that that in of itself was criminal. It was not. But Andrew, the Proud Boys were working with, uh, with, working with the, uh, the Oath Keepers. And? Well, they were talking about revolution. Okay? You don't think BLM and Antifa have talked about revolution? What do you think is going to happen if Roe v. Wade is overturned? And while we saw the same old footage over and over again, where if you go to any riot, any large-scale event that leads to a riot, you can find all sorts of wackos in the crowd. They chose to focus in on a handful of people that said things that I don't agree with. At no point. And if I need Mike to do it, Super Producer Mike, it wouldn't be hard to find. It would be January 6th, 2021, the final segment of this program. I began immediate condemnation of people entering the Capitol and causing violence. When we only had a tidbit of information, we did not know what was happening when we got off the air But immediately, Sean Hannity picked up the baton and condemned what was taking place. When there is left-wing political violence, it is always contextualized. It It is always intellectualized. Well, these people are upset. Oh, so it's okay to riot when you're upset. It is okay to fly from California with an illegal gun to assassinate a Supreme Court justice because people are upset. Because Kavanaugh released the whirlwind. And he doesn't know what's going to hit him because he's going to pay the price. Last night, well, the best part of last night was getting a break from the nonstop Pride Month marketing and propaganda machine. But now the takeaway from a lot of people in the media 
first of all, they were angry that Fox News uh, didn't show it. I I thought not only – maybe they should have uh, done it Mystery Science, three the, uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 style. You know, have Tucker, Hannity, and Laura in the backs of their heads in a movie theater commenting. That would have been funny, actually. Now the new takeaway from the bomb, the stink bomb that was last night. I can't wait to see the final ratings. Was that Republicans want gas prices and inflation to remain high to distract from this. Let me let you on a little secret. In in on a little secret, you dumbasses over at CNN and MSNBC. This is the distraction. That's real life. People are concerned about real life. Do you think any mother who is stressed beyond her limits on trying to find baby formulas? Like, you know what? Why should I be concerned about feeding my baby? The more important thing is watching the Liz Cheney show. That's right. My baby doesn't deserve to eat. I'm distracted with this. Or the people that are just trying to get to work as gas prices go up, up, and up. And their dollar... Yes, you selfish... You selfish sons of bitches. Don't you know this is... How are you distracted by the fact you can barely afford to eat? The slime turd and the turdettes had something to say last night. And you what? You've got something else better to do? Wine's six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. Skip past cut two. We'll get back to it in a second. Liz Cheney asserted that Donald Trump had a multi point plan to overturn the election. They seem to have no concern the fact the Democrats weaponized the FBI against Donald Trump conducted illegal, unconstitutional surveillance campaigns against Donald Trump, impeached him for unimpeachable things. And the fact that he had questions about the outcome in Pennsylvania and Georgia make him now a criminal. They had no concerns when the Democrats were stoking the Antifa and BLM fires, saying we're not going to stop in the case of Kamala Harris. No, these were not concerns. But without any proof, without any evidence, Liz Cheney said Trump had a detailed plan. Cut three. As you hear this, all Americans should keep in in mind this fact. On the morning of January 6th, President Donald Trump's intention was to remain president of the United States despite the lawful outcome of the 2020 election and in violation of his constitutional obligation to relinquish power. Over multiple months, Donald Trump oversaw and coordinated a sophisticated seven-part plan to overturn the presidential election and prevent the transfer of presidential power. In our hearings, you will see evidence of each element of this plan. In our second hearing, you will see that Donald Trump and his advisors knew that he had in fact lost the election. But despite this, President Trump engaged in a massive effort to spread false and fraudulent information to convince huge portions of the U.S. population 
that fraud had stolen the election from him. This was not true. It's 100% true. Now, not in the, it's the illegal, but legal, but illegal sense. Yes, it was done in a court of law. We're not, I'm not even talking about so much the ballot harvesting. Judges made illegal rulings. And elections were conducted in an illegal fashion, according to Article 2, Section 1. I posted it on Twitter so Liz Cheney could see it. We're right. They're wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Serious XM You can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West, on Sirius XM Patriot, Channel 125.